Hello, everyone, and welcome to another new perspective, the podcast that brings you wisdoms and perspectives from all walks of life. Well, good morning, everybody. Well, it's actually afternoon. It's twelve, so it I guess is. that makes it afternoon. <laughs> um, so, a while back with the business podcast, I interviewed Samara, and today I wanted to bring her back in because I just enjoyed the conversation we had last time. And there's life changes every single day and every single minute, so it'd be great to kind of like. Just have a conversation on this channel of see what her perspectives are and see what new perspectives we can hear. So welcome back. Well, thank you. I'm excited. Yeah. Um, so we were kind of just talking about like where I guess our lives are going and like different kinds of podcasts and like we want to really open this one up. Like the perspective podcast that I have, I like not saying I'm copying Joe Rogan's podcast, but like I like his format of just letting conversation open up hearing how people think and what they have to say about certain things. Maybe it's current events. Maybe it's like where they are in their life. Maybe it's something they're working on. Um, you shared with me you're doing trade shows and like yes. kind of exploring a whole new world of whole traveling world. and <laughs> business and influencing. and. Yes, it's been quite the change in my life. So it's different. I'm excited for this new chapter. I don't really know what this new chapter is going to bring exactly. I'm very scared, but I'm very excited. So yeah. it's going to be some good, some bad. <laughs> well, that's what's so interesting is like a lot of people don't understand, and I've heard this so many times in different talks, is that the, the physiological effect of excitement and nervousness is exactly the same in the body. Oh, wow, I didn't know that. Yeah, so you can actually like label it or compartmentalize the feeling you're having instead of feeling I'm nervous and scared into I'm excited. Oh, I like that. A mindset change right there, right. too. It's I like a that. switch little thing that you can do that. Because they're, they're interviewing these Olympic athletes. Like, before they ran, they're like, are you nervous? And they're like, I'm not nervous. I'm excited. Oh, that is really smart. Right. I never thought about it that way. Sim- it's literally the, the physiological effect in our mind and our body. This, this, like, wrenching feeling in our gut is the same exact feeling whether you're excited or nervous. Oh, wow. Well, I learned something new. I'm going to start doing that. You know, yeah, it's a simple change. It's just simple, just like a word change or a thought change or like. It's just that simple. I love yeah. that. That's great. Yeah. So, you know me, like I simplicity and like cut things down to like, let's yeah. see how far we can distill it down to like nothing. And they're like, oh, well, it's just that. Like, yeah, it's just that simple. Yeah. <laughs> So what have you been doing on your other page, like your Instagram stuff? Well, and that's kind of like where like my life transition is going right now because I keep getting lots of like messages um, from women saying that I like impacted or changed their life or inspired them in some way. And it's just like it's mind boggling to me personally because I feel like I'm not doing anything special or spectacular. I'm literally just being myself and posting things that I feel like are important. And I just keep getting these women are just like, you're changing my life. And I'm just like, that is really crazy. I don't know how I'm doing that. But like, I want to do more of that, but like on purpose. So that is what I'm trying to figure out now. Like, what do I want to do with that? Do I want to coach a group of people? Do I want to like have a course? Like, I, I really have no idea, but like, I just, I know that like, I need, it's like, I feel like this innate feeling in my body to like change and help. So I don't know how I'm going to change or help people in any way, but like, I want to I want to do that, like, somehow, intentionally this time, and yeah. not by accident. So that's the big thing I'm trying to work on. Well, that's cool. Like, I've been saying this the last few days, because, like, our phones, like, people don't really, like, grasp the, the, the gravity that we possess, like, the power we possess within our pocket, because it's just a phone, right? Oh, yeah. But you're seeing it through your Instagram. I see it through my business and, like, the, what I do with it and the tool that I use it for and how powerful this thing is, right? So, like... There's a guy, um, and for some reason I can't remember his page name, but his name is Eddie Pinero, and he cool. does. Um, he writes all of his own stuff for his YouTube channel. And there's something he said in one of his talks that I've always really liked because you can see it happen. You can see the power that we have, whether you're a politician, whether you're someone famous, or even like us, right? That have a bigger influence than maybe someone that nobody has any idea who they are oh yeah right is that he goes heavy is the head that wears the crown for the power to influence comes with a burden not felt by the masses okay that i feel that right? <laughs> i think i feel Be- that because, one. because because your send button your post button that you have right affects how many thousands of people that is so true and that's only on the first level so those thousand people go, that was amazing. I want to send it to these thousand people. 
and those thousand people and those thousand people and those thousand people. That's what you're doing. And that's like, that's a crazy concept too because a lot of times I'll post and then I'll take a step back from social media. So I'll be like, I'm going to post this and for the rest of the night I'm not going to touch my phone. I've done that before. I posted at like 3 o'clock p.m. and I didn't look at my phone the whole night. And like I was impacting people like, well, like I put my phone away but I was causing like an impact while I wasn't even looking at it. And it's just like, that's such a strange thought. And it's like, well, I'm done with social media for the night but like nobody else is done. They're like reading the post and they're just like, oh my gosh, this is resonating with me. It's just like, it's a really weird thought. Like, well, like you're not looking at it, like life is still going on and you're still making a change even when you're not even like yeah. technically interacting it's very right. weird because <laughs> you think of like as the bomb gets bigger as the as the send button gets bigger or the post button gets bigger right so if you have 50 million followers on twitter and you press the post button and 50 million people immediately and in seconds get what you said that's it's just crazy and that's the first level that's the first layer of it and then it just keeps going because everybody's retweeting or sharing or whatever. Like, that's like, you're watching it happen with the coronavirus. Oh, yeah. Oh, yeah. Right? So now <laughs> oh, you, my goodness. The, the crazy thing, like, to talk about current events a little bit is, like, you're watching the power, the sheer power of the device, the sheer power of social media and the internet happen right now in front of our faces. Oh, yeah. So if anybody ever doubted the power that we have right now, like, you're watching it happen and you're watching science unfold. And you're watching ignorance unfold? Oh, yes. (laughs) Right? Because you're watching those that are going, well, science doesn't know what they're talking about. Well, it's novel. Like, we don't really know all the answers to it yet. So all you can do is find the best people and the most credible people you can find that are science-based and pay attention. Yeah, it's the word credible right there. Because a lot of people are just taking advice from people off the street. They're just like, do this, don't do this. And it's like, unless you're a doctor... Unless you're trained, you know, I probably yeah. wouldn't listen to you. You know, you yeah. got to listen to what the doctors are saying because there are so many articles out there, whether they've been written by actual doctors or the media or, you know, a credible news station. There's so many. So you got to know, like, what you're reading and not just reading the fluff stories. You got to make sure you're getting accurate information because then it causes fear and panic, which is kind of like what right. we're in right now, just a giant state of fear and panic because what's happening? Right, because you're, you're taking, like – see, I watch it all the time. I was saying um, – with what I watch with social media and what I've used social media to build and to understand about people is that we've created these, like, we've lost a lot of our spatial awareness. We've lost a lot of our situational awareness. We've lost a lot of our um, it, our ability to think through problem solving, critical thinking, right? So now you've become afraid of other humans and you, and you have this constant flow of information coming at you. So if you're not willing to critically think through the information coming at you, you're going to take, I think it's confirmation bias. Mm, okay. I'm, I'm not for sure on that one, so I don't want anybody to quote me on that one, but pretty sure it's confirmation bias, and that's your, the algorithm feeds you what you are attracted to. So oh. all you do is search for the same thing over and over again or repost all the things on Facebook that you believe in. The only information you're going to get sent to your Facebook is things that support your belief. So you're not even getting outside information. Like once you're not, you like you're, you're getting you're like rabbit hole into this one belief system. And that's going, a very scary concept. Right? <laughs> like, and that's what that's what it's doing. So like I always tell people to like find something to read that makes you uncomfortable. Oh, I like that. Find something to read that you don't agree with. Yeah. And read their points of view. Wow. One of my clients the other day, because I told him I like to do this, and he brought me this um, newspaper that is around here. I don't remember the name of it, but it's written by the by the alt right, by the far right. And I haven't read any of it yet, but he goes, all the articles are written in their point of view. And he goes, I don't agree with any of it because he sees it from a different perspective. But now you're hearing, you're well rounding yourself, you're getting information that makes you uncomfortable, mm-hmm. saying there are other people in the world that think like this. And I feel like that's necessary to get like both perspectives, like to not only be like a one. Like straight and narrow thinker to at least have like other perspectives around you and not just listen to like that one and only way that you're used to thinking of because that's really important to hear you know different perspectives that's a good idea yeah I like so that. you always pick something that makes you just like kind of wiggle a little bit maybe you feel like you know like i can't believe he said that yeah but i have to believe he said that because he really said that yeah <laughs> 
right? Like I wow, yeah. <laughs> I feel that way right? a lot. Even with my significant, I feel like we are very opposite in the way we think. And I get like really frustrated because I'm just like I just feel like sometimes I'm just like, what are you saying? The things you're saying are just like, well, those are so wrong. Like those I'm not thinking your way. But sometimes it's honestly it really is good. It's made me I feel like a more round like a well rounded person because I really do start to think of things um, in a different way because I'm a very um, I think with like my heart a lot of times and I don't always use like the logic part of my brain it's more like the creative side yeah. so I think it's good I'm now using both sides of my brain even though I don't love it I feel like it's something right. that I need to do more and I think it's making me better and smarter in some ways because I really am exposing myself to new ways of thinking well think so. of like what I maybe have done because now you're looking to explore outside of just social media yeah mm-hmm. okay. is that because social media was your heart yeah but business is your logic. Yes. Right? So, <laughs> yeah. but in order to help more people, we have to involve business. Yeah. Right? Because the creating, a, this is, I'm learning all of this stuff myself too, but like creating a company is to be able to delegate out more of the tasks, more of the, the trust to more people. That way more people can help more people. Yes. Right? As, and it's just yes. you. It's always just going to be just you. <laughs> and, and the influence you have is just you. But you're, you're not. So but, you're, but you're left with this little, this little tiny pot of you, and then you burn out. That's right? so like true. you deal with healthcare people all the time, or like uh, it's uh, compassion fatigue. It's a very real thing. Like caring for someone or people for so long that you've run out of your own self. You've burned your cup out. You're like you're empty. Oh my goodness. I was like, that resonates with me so much. I feel like just in the past year alone, I've gone through like the whole process of like, I have a passion and then like, I just kind of burned myself out and I just only wanted to think with my heart and just my passion. And then I got to this point where I was like, I have to take a step back. And then I had to kind of like almost revamp myself up and realize like, you can't, you know, you have, you can't just think really passionate. You're going to have to think with the logic side and the business side of things too. And that's going to, it's made me feel so much better seeing that like, okay, like, I know I am going to have to do A and B, but that's okay. That doesn't mean that you can't still put your heart and your passion in things. It just means that, like, you know, there are logical ways to get from point A to point B that you can't just do with thinking with creativity sometimes. Right. No, exactly. Because, I mean, I, I got stuck in my – I'll admit my own mistake. It's like – because I got so lost in the research of what I was building. Oh, yeah. That I forgot I was supposed to be doing business. <laughs> and I was like – so you get to the point where you're like, oh, shit, like – I'm not in a good place financially. I probably yeah. should have like like built my business along the way, so like I could have kept going. Yep. But now I'm like, <laughs> oh yeah, the business thing, right? Yeah, the part that makes money. That's the, exactly probably makes right. money, so you don't have to be broke anymore. <laughs> yeah. So you can do what you love plus not be broke. Exactly. And have lunch and dinner and you know. I know. It's the craziest thing. It's like. As a creative, you're a creative. Yeah. I love it. I've been in a creative position my entire existence, ever since I was a child. I never had to not be in a job that didn't allow me to be creative. Oh, wow. That's amazing. <laughs> From, like, childhood to now. Like, all through, you know, event planning when I was a kid. Yeah. Logistics. You know, logistics is basically putting out fires. It's finding, it's creating a way to put out a fire that you don't know, you weren't prepared for. Right? So, like, everything is constantly creating something. I created an entire thing that never existed. Man, that is I so built a true. business around it. So, like, for 30 years of my life, I've been in a creative position. Yeah. I never had to lose my childhood creativity. But how do you monetize it? That was the thing that nobody ever taught me. Right. Like, cool. <laughs> Guys, come and check out this cool thing I built. Where are you at? Yeah, like, how like, am I? We're the paying customers now. Right. <laughs> like, Where are you going to come in, like see my thing like yes. it's really cool you know so like yeah the business part of me right now is like you know like you you gotta do it I know and it's hard and that's why I've been you know thinking about getting like a business coach because I'm just like you know what I am almost too creative in the way that like my brain shuts off when I think of like logic and logistics and numbers and like all that businessy stuff. So I'm just like, I might just, I need help. So, and that's okay to like outsource for your business. Cause like, I think I've kind of the point where I'm just like, you know what? I want to take this to the next step. I cannot do it by myself. It's just like, I get bored real easily when it comes to that stuff. So I'm just going to have to get help and that's yeah. okay. Yeah. Well, that's what you're doing is you're like, I had this conversation or uh, made this post to my sister-in-law because she was like, you know, I've just been so behind. I haven't been feeling good. And like the house is a mess. And I was like, have someone come in once a month and clean your house. Oh, yeah. 
right? Like, pay, you don't have to come. It's not every week. It's mm-hmm. not like every day. They're not made in your house living with you. But like, get caught up. It, like, it takes so right? much like stress off your shoulders it, if the it, house it's, is clean. Like, it's so just much. basic <laughs> buying time back. Yes. Right. You're paying for you to have more time. Yes. Right? They say you can't buy time, but you can buy time. Yeah, you really can in a way. Yeah. Right? Because you're like, you're saying, I don't have time to deep clean my house, and it's disgusting. So for $50 once a month, I'm going to have this person come in. They're going to completely deep clean, wipe the baseboards, and, like, clean under the stove and the refrigerator and clean the whole place. And you're all caught back up again. So the eight hours that you would have spent doing that or days cost you $50 to get days of your life back. And it's so funny that you say that right now because um, I, I've just been traveling so much on and off that, like, and I'm, like, the main cleaner of the household. And I also have a dog, so dog hair piles up very fast. But it's just, like, I like this entire week I have been tackling one room at a time. And it's taken me, like, three-plus hours for each room to do a full-on, like, moving all the furniture, like, straight up, like, ble- you know, like, full-on deep clean. Cleaning, it's yeah. taken so long. And then I, like, sit down and I'm just like, right, finally time to, like, start working on my own business. And then it's 6 o'clock. And then I got to make dinner. And then it's, like, the other night. I'm tired. And then I'm just yeah. like, well, I can do it tomorrow, but tomorrow I got to clean, you know, the master room. It's just like all these things. I'm just like, maybe I really should just outsource it and buy that time back. So it's like three plus hours a day this week I've been spending on cleaning. And that's all I've been doing. Right. And that's money that you're not making. I know. Like, I have no time <laughs> to work on my own stuff. I'm just like, man. And, like, I need, yeah. and I need money to buy the cleaning supplies and buy the groceries, but I can't make the money because I have to clean and buy the groceries. And it's just like, it's yeah. an endless loop. Right. Like, Where if you just pay someone and they come in with all their own cleaning stuff and you only have to buy that stuff. Yeah. Gosh, so I really like, might have to do this, honestly. Because yeah. it, it's been, it's taken up too much time. Right. Because you're, even if it's once a month. Yeah. Like I said, you're not, you know, at least it's caught all the way back up. Mm-hmm. And then you can maintain things throughout the month. Yes, maintain. Like, I'm right. good at maintaining. Like, yeah, but I just like, need to clean your like, this and like, like, do this and whatever. And you're constantly just keeping it, keeping it up. Yeah. But you're not having to, like, lose 15 hours of your week just, that you didn't get paid. I know, oh gosh, it just makes me frustrated to think about it because that that's literally yeah. my week this week. Yeah. And then next week I'm going to start and I'm just like, you know what, next week we're going to put like five plus hours a day into this business after I get the house clean. But it's just like I just literally lost an entire week yeah. of just doing basic chores. Right. Well, if you put five hours a week in your business and you just spent 15 hours cleaning, oh gosh. that means you lost three weeks of business. That makes me so frustrated. <laughs> I even like, oh goodness. Wow, yeah. 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 I'm just gonna have to start making some life changes, but you know what? That's okay. I'm I'm on for the ride for 2020, making some big changes, and that may be yeah. a big change. You know, outsourcing things so I can literally buy my time back because I need to. Right. You, have to, you have to buy something back so yeah. you have more time to. You're delegating out something. Yeah, exactly. To somebody else that way you have that extra time to do more of what you want to do. Oh man. All it's right. Not, it's not a waste thing. It's I know. Like, yeah, you know, it's crazy when you start breaking the math down. So the other thing that I did for myself, because Gary Vee posted about it the other day about, like, time management. Mm-hmm. And my comment, and, like, I got a lot of people that liked my comment, but it, it's, if you really think about, like, what I just said, is the, we get lost in time measurements. Our brains are, like, deadlines, 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 goals, deadlines, right? So if you take away what I've learned about myself, the more time measurements you take out of your life, the more time you have. Oh. Because you're you're trying to stay in flow, right? So when you're in it and you're, like, creating this thing and you're in this, like, flow state of creativity, now you have to go, shit, it's Friday. Oh, it's Monday. Or, oh, it's this. Or, oh, I got to do that. Right? So you're ripping yourself out of nature's flow of happy little animal and taking you back to going... Yay, it's the weekend, or, oh, sucks, it's Monday, or whatever. You're, you're stopping yourself. You're, you're, like, hitting a brick wall and going, shit, now it's this. Huh, now it's that. Huh, now it's this. And you're losing that. You're not, you're not staying in your, like, go, 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 go. Yeah. Wow, I never thought about it like that. Right? So, so I live on 24-hour rotations. Everybody's like, you work on the weekends? And I was like, well, there's really only a weekend if you want to call it a weekend. Ooh, I like that. Because I just take days off whenever the hell I feel like it. Yes! Who cares if it's Thursday or Sunday or, or whatever? Yeah. Because there's, this, there's a, a guy, that a client of mine, he's 71 or 70, yeah, in his early 70s. 
And the one time it was like a year ago, he was in there. He was like, man, it just sucks. I can never get a spot at the movie theater. Like, it's always so busy. And I was like, well, what day are you going on? He goes, well, on Sunday. That's when you go to the movies. And I was like, you're fucking retired. <laughs> you can go like, whenever you want. <laughs> go on like one o'clock on a Tuesday when yeah. there's nobody there. <laughs> really? Like, I don't understand. We're so lost in this. Like, we have to have these, these robotic things that we stop ourselves. That, that's so true because, like, even, like, while working from home, like, trying to create a business, I'm still in this mindset of, like, I have to work between the hours of 9 and 5. Like, it's literally, like, embedded, like, in my soul. I'm just like, okay, I got to work between 9 and 5 because that's what everybody else is doing. Like, even though they're not working from home, like, it has to be between 9 and 5. But in all reality, I'm not very productive in the mornings. I'm just not. Like, my creativity does not turn on in the morning, and I've accepted that. I just have to have, like, a nice slow morning and do my routine. But, like, I'm really creative at night. And so sometimes, like, it's okay to work at, like, 7 or 8 because that's, like, when my creativity I was in here editing a podcast at 11 o'clock last night. See, there you go. Like, who really cares? I know, and I'm trying to get out of that. It doesn't matter what time, whether you're doing, we could come in here and do a podcast at 2 in the morning. It doesn't matter. Yeah. Because it's still just an hour of the day that you can, like, rearrange to whatever you want to use it for. Yeah. Oh, gosh, exactly. Because I'd I'd literally rather have a slow morning and then go to the gym around noon and then have, like, a nice lunch. And then I start my creativity once I feel good. And then my creativity hits. I'm just like, all right, it's 4 o'clock. Let's get started. Like, that's fine. Right. Because there's no rules again. Like that's, yes. That's, that's why I keep trying to explain to people is like point A to point B is the fact that you started and here's the finish. Yeah, that's all How that you is. get from point A to point B has literally, there's there's not a book written for it. Exactly. For you. There's, there's, you can study all the successful people and they're going, well, here's the way I did it. Here's the way I did it. And a lot of the things are very similar to how everybody else did it. So you mm-hmm. don't have to, that piece of it for hundreds of years has been going, well, you just do this, set these disciplines, set this, 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 and this, this, right? So, like, there's one, I'll, I'll share this uh, talk with you. It was, like, they interviewed, like, all these billionaires and Olympic athletes and, like, highly successful people. And what their things were, they wanted to find the average. They found, like, 13 or 15 things that everybody did, pretty much all of them did. So why would you relearn it if, a hundred people that hit a billionaire status or Olympic athlete status or professional athlete status did these 15 things. Oh. So why would you relearn it on your own if they, if you can just say, well, they, they all, all these people did these 15 things. Yep. So why would you reinvent the wheel? I see what you're saying. Just do what they did. At yeah. least start implementing these 15 things. Yeah. So one of the 15 things that they never mentioned, they actually went back and asked everybody because not a single person said this, that they had a to-do list. Really? Nobody. They're like, you don't have a to-do list? They're like, no. Because your day is your day, right? Your flow is your 24 hours. Your flow is, you can go, your flow is, it's January 1 to January 31st. And that's my cycle, right? Or you can say, it's I'm going to wake up at 7 a.m., which I do almost every day, and I go to bed around midnight seven days a week or 30 days a month I go to bed at midnight I wake up at 7 a.m. and I wake up and I make coffee or tea and I listen to a couple things on YouTube like business things or whatever and like that's my that's my foundation of this 24 hours and then I have three or four other disciplines I have set throughout the day and then what you do is you keep adding more disciplines and then you fill in the middle so I need to do this. So now your brain is already <laughs> set up to go, here's my cycle. We're starting the cycle over. Now you're starting. Like, now it's a brand new day. Now you go, okay, so at this time I like to do this. Here's your morning routine. Perfect, yeah. right? You're building. Why are you creative? Because in the morning from 9 to 4 or 9 to 2, I like to do these things for myself. And then, bam, now I'm super creative. So I like that. why would that. you alter that? I know, and that's what I've I've been struggling with because sometimes I get very distracted at home, so I've been, like, removing distractions, and then I've just been trying to, like, oh, maybe, like, if I really do stick to the 9 to 5 schedule, maybe that's what I need. I just need discipline, you know, and then I wake up, you know, the next morning, and I, it's, like, 8 a.m., and I'm like, right, I'm ready to go. I'm going to have discipline, and then it's noon, and I haven't moved off the couch because I had, like, a really slow morning, and then I wanted to clean a little bit and, like, all these little things, and then I wanted to go to the gym, and now I'm just sitting there, and I'm just like, well, darn, everyone the whole day, and then I lose the motivation to even be creative because I just feel like 
Like you I failed. missed you feel my. Like you failed. Yeah, like I missed my opportunity. I failed the morning. Well, the day's shit now. Like there's no point in even right. trying. We'll try again tomorrow, and then it doesn't right. work. Right, because <laughs> you you've now taken something that should be your foundation of the rest of the day, and consider yourself a failure for your foundation. Yep, that's exactly what Instead I've been doing. Instead of going like, here's my foundation. This is what I need as myself. This yep. is my person. Right, because you you are you. Yes. And I am I. Right? And we're all completely different people. Yeah, we're all different. All of our experiences, all of our things, all of our present situations, all of our future, all of our past. It's all of our own. It's us. Yeah. It's your reality. So why would you try to copy what works for somebody else to make your day work? I know. It's not It's not how it's going it to work. Doesn't make, like, it doesn't make any sense. <laughs> it's not going to work that way. So now you can say, okay, so 9 to 2 is me. Right? Because I do everything in the afternoon and the evening. I'm amazing. I'm, I'm like a firecracker from, from like 2 p.m. to like midnight yep right so now instead of failing you're going okay so i woke up i feel good had my breakfast did some yoga did some whatever i read a book and now i go to the gym i do that and i come home and get some good food take a shower and now bam now i feel amazing oh man wow that's already changing my mindset right now (laughs) right so now you want now you're not a failure at 2 p.m because you didn't do anything now you're going I stuck to my discipline of 92 is me. I like that. And now from 2 p.m. on, you're a fucking champion. That, honestly, that probably just changed the whole game for me because that's even this morning. Before I came here, I was like, you know what? I'm going to go to the gym first really early, and then I'm going to get, like, X, Y, and Z done. I'm going to clean. I'm going to do laundry, and none of that happened, Um, like, at all. I was just like, you know what? I want to really make – I want to make a cup of tea. I just want to take a moment to go through some emails. I just want to relax for this morning, you know, before I get in the car. And that's what I did. And already I kind of got here, and I was like, man, like, I really could have gotten more done. It's already noon. By the time I get home, it's just like that's how my mind is working. already went into the negative. Yeah, you I already in, did. You went into the failure. I did. Like, already. Yeah. <laughs> like, yeah. That's already where my mind was, but I'm just going to have to, I'm going to really have to work on changing that because I've still had the whole day left today and I can still get some amazing things done. Oh, yeah. I have yeah, to yeah, change yeah. my mindset. Yeah. Like, <laughs> that's, well, it's that now, simple. Now you can just go out there and, like, now now, it's, now you're coming into your time of the day. That I know. Now it's time to start. Like, now the right. days, we're just kicking off. Like, right. this is the kickoff, and it's just the beginning. That's awesome. Exactly. <laughs> like, exactly. Wow, that's cool. <laughs> yeah. Well, we just don't, like, it, it's it's so crazy to me how we don't, like, we don't, we try to say that we have to be like everybody else. Mm-hmm. But you are, you are, we're all our own person. Yeah. So, like, when I was, because I was brought up in logistics ever since I was a child. So I made a post on LinkedIn the other day saying, do we live in the past, the present, and the future at the same time? Ooh, deep. <laughs> like... it, and, and I can make it very simple because in logistical mind, right? So each decision you make towards your goal, okay? So every micro decision you make from this point sitting right here towards your goal, you already know where you're going. You know your aim for the day or the week or the month or the year or the or whatever. Mm-hmm. So you have... Here's point A, here's point B. To move from point A, you have to have point B, or at least a general direction of where point B is. Yeah. Okay? But every decision you make from point A is predicated on the past experiences you had to prevent you from making the wrong decision in the present moment to get you to Oh, the future. Oh, my goodness. Wow. So you literally, every, every little, like, tiny little micro movement you make is based on all three wow where you are right now where you've been and what you experienced and where you're headed that is a totally new way of thinking about it that really is that's true the all three like they connect wow i didn't really think about it like that (laughs) because you wouldn't do something again right that's touching the hot stove thing oh yeah of course yeah so you're not going to keep touching the hot stove saying like you know i really want to like be a surgeon (laughs) <laughs> but I can't stop touching this hot stove and burning my hands. So I'm like, I just don't get it. Right? So you yeah. can't be a surgeon if your hands are all burned up that and is like, true. not working. So that's the whole idea of like, there's your goal. I want to be a surgeon. Right? And my goal is to be a surgeon. I have to go to med school and other stuff and, you know, go to med school and all this kind of stuff and be a surgeon, whatever. Mm-hmm. But if you keep burning your fucking hand... You're not going to make it there. You're not going to make it there. Because you, you can't do anything with your hands. Yeah. So, like, that's that's how... If you can stay present mm-hmm. in the moment, 
right? And that's tough for a lot of us is to be able to stay present. Yeah. But the more present you stay, the more micro decisions you can make towards your macro. Oh, wow. Your goal is your macro. So the more present you are in the exact moment you're in, that means each small decision of like, do I go right or left? Do I go up or down? Do I go yes or no? Well, yes is harder, but it gets me to macro. Where no, it would be easier right now and I can just let it go and it's whatever, but it's not gonna get me to macro. Oh yeah, that's what I've been, I've been going through that right there. It just like all the decisions that I'm making, I'm just like, is this, sometimes I get frustrated because I'm just like, is this really helping me like right now? Like if it's not, like I just don't care. Or I just keep thinking like, well, if it's not gonna help me in the future, like why is it gonna help now? Or how long is this gonna take? Is it gonna take months? I really just need it done in a week. Like that's how my brain works. I'm just like constantly like fighting myself. I'm just like, well, this is gonna take forever. Or, well, this is like a really small task. And in the grand scheme of things, this task currently is not making me any money in the future maybe, but now I'm frustrated. It's just like this constant like, yeah. my mind is like, I'm fighting with myself, like going back and forth like all day. And then I don't get anything done because I'm just like fighting with my own mind and it drives me insane. Yeah. So. <laughs> well, that was one of the things they said on that in that list. They said, um, if, you, if you can complete it in less than five minutes, do it immediately. Ooh, that's smart. I like right? that. Like, why drag it on? Why, like, make this one little thing that you can just go, like, oh, well, let's just knock this out really fast. Yeah. And now it's done. And then you're good. It's good. Like, it's, it's good. Why would you, like, mess around with it again? Wow, I never thought. Yeah, less than five minutes. Right? So the other thing that I was saying about the to-do list, and I, I've, I've, I've tried I've, – gotten better about this but it's a really hard thing to switch over to completely switch over from a to-do list to not a to-do list and what it is is they live off your calendar okay so if you have a job or a task you want to get done say you have to do this post right well if it's on the to-do list you might find something else in in life as it comes up or a meeting that comes up they're going "Eh, i'm gonna do this first before i'll do that oh yeah but if you're on your schedule from 12 p.m. to 1.30 p.m., I have to work on this thing. And nothing else can be scheduled within that thing because you are now scheduled from 12 p.m. to 1.30 p.m. to only work on this thing. Wow. I I have, I feel like I almost have like the opposite problem. So I usually put everything down in my calendar and I, I put it down like by, by the day. So like a daily calendar um, and I'll, I'll put it in there, but I won't put a time on it. I'll just be like, this has to get done this day because this is due by this day. And then I'll look at the calendar and it's like, eh, well, you know, I got a lot of other things I got to get done and they don't, then they don't get done. Right. So now I'm thinking about switching to a to-do list because I really, when I put it in a calendar and I don't have a timestamp on it, that's when like I, I F my day up. That's when things go bad because I'm just like, because I don't, I don't schedule enough time for it. And then I'm just like, well, it probably won't take me this amount of time. And then it ends up taking me like three hours. And I'm just like, well, if I had like thought about it, like in a time format, I might've been like able to schedule it out. But that's like my difficulty right now is like, yeah. I just throw it in my calendar and then none of it really times out right. But here, but there's a piece of this that you just said is mm-hmm. because you chose the entire 24 hours mm-hmm. to accomplish one thing. Oh, yeah, you're right. You didn't give yourself any sort of, like, time frame within that 24 hours. Yeah. So my girlfriend has a hard time with this. because She's like, oh, my God, we're going to run behind. Like, you don't have time to do that. And you have to, I was like, it takes, like, literally seven minutes to get there. It literally takes seven minutes to walk there and walk back. Mm-hmm. Like, you are giving something that should take seven minutes four hours. Oh. That, so honestly, I do that. You're wasting... That's the whole thing of the 24-hour thing. Like, we all have the same amount of time. Nobody can create more time. It's what you do and how you break apart your time that gives you more time. That is true because I will literally schedule out, like, it probably takes me 10, 15 minutes to do the dishes, and I will schedule out a full 45 minutes in an hour to an hour in my head like how long to it's going to take. To do a 15 minute task. Yeah, like that's just how I'm just like, all right, so it's going to take me about an hour and then I'm going to take a shower and then I probably got to sweep up a little bit and then I'm just like, well, two hours is gone. But in my head, I'm just like, how the fuck does that make any sense? Like right. sweeping, five minutes maybe. Right. Like if I'm moving slow in dishes, <laughs> 10, 15 max. But somehow, two hours is gone. In my head, right. I'm just like. In your head because yeah. you, you've, given <laughs> it, you've given it, you allowed it to take two hours. Yes. Oh my goodness. 
Wow. So you're saying, so like, this is my everything. Yeah. This one little watch right yeah. here. Yeah. It doesn't do anything. It's not a smart watch. It doesn't have numbers on it. But everything in my world is timed off of the minutes of this watch. Mm-hmm. I don't use my phone because if you look up your phone for time, then your phone pulls you into it. Yes. Because you're Always. like, oh, there's something. Ooh, yep. I wonder what's going on there. Oh, and then all of a sudden you've lost 20 minutes on your phone. Yep. 20 minutes you could have washed the dishes. Yes. Oh, my goodness. So it's not like living like a robot, but it's giving time, giving things the actual amount of time that they're, that they actually take. Yeah. And then you open up all this other time. Because you just have, I just have time upon time upon time. And like, because you just like, you run out, like once you have it down to the minutes, you're like, oh, it only takes me seven minutes to do that and nine minutes to do this and 16 minutes to do that. And yeah. But you're giving something that takes seven minutes, three hours. I, I do that all, like, all, even this morning. That's what I did. It took me an hour and a half to do the dishes and cook breakfast. An hour and a half. How that happened, I have no idea. But when I finally sat down, I was like, didn't I wake up, like, an hour and a half ago? Like, this is yeah, where did ridiculous. Yeah, yeah, like, where did it, like, it should take me 15 minutes for dishes. I could have been cooking breakfast during the dishes, but none of that happened. And I had no idea why, and I was very frustrated. Yeah. Like, already starting the day, like, irritated. I was like, well, dang, like, I already effed up the morning. Might as well just sit on the couch until I need to leave. So and you that's, went down into the failure path. That's literally, that's what I did. Like, yeah, you went, down <laughs> the, you went into the negatives again. That's exactly what I did. Because <laughs> your, your brain is designed to do that. Yep. So, like, uh, Robin, oh, I always remember her last name. But she she has this whole talk about, the like, the five seconds. Mm-hmm. So the time you have a thought to the time your body has to physically act into the direction of that thought, you have f- three to five seconds before your brain is designed to crush your idea. Oh, wow. I didn't know that. <laughs> I because no it wants idea. to protect you. It doesn't want to take you into the harder thing. Oh. It wants to keep you into the negative thing or like the easy thing. That's oh. our organism is self-protection or self-preservation. So it's going to take you to the easy thing. Well, that makes sense. So that's why she goes to break my habit of hitting the snooze button. I had to hear the snooze button and count down. She goes, you do it. I was, she did it with the alarm clock first, but then she goes, you can do it with everything in your whole day, your whole life during the day and everything. As soon as you have the thought, I need to get that done. Count backwards, five, four, three, two, one. And you have to act within that five seconds from that thought. I love this. Or you're going to miss it. Because your brain's going to go, but this will probably happen, and then I'll probably get stuck in traffic, and then like, I won't get there on time, and I might as well not even go, because I won't get there on time, and like, I'm going to get stuck in traffic, and so maybe mad, and like, and you just spiral into this like hole. Oh my goodness. That's how I was thinking this morning. I was like, all right, I'm going to go do this podcast. I was like, oh, and then I can run by the store, but I was like, oh, but it's kind of far, and then we're going to get stuck in rush hour, but I want to hit the gym, but there's going to be a lot of people at the gym. It's like all these, that's literally like, oh my gosh, wow, that's crazy. That's exactly how I've been thinking all day, all day. Yeah, your brain's designed to do that. Wow. It doesn't want you to succeed. The universe wants you to succeed. This is, like, mind-blowing. Or whatever you want to call it, in whatever world you're in, whether it's the Tao or whether it's, um, I don't know, God or Jesus or whatever you want to call this thing that that we have faith in that is controlling Mm us, right? Like, that wants you to succeed. That's what keeps, that's the abundance. That's what keeps giving you the power to keep going. Wow. Wow. I, and in my oh world, my it's love. It's the power of love. Mm-hmm. The power of doing the right thing every single time for the right reasons, for the right people, for the right intention. Because the power of love is infinite. Oh, yeah. So you'd be really surprised once you start doing things for the right reasons that you just are able to just keep going. That's so true. And you're like, like I don't know why I can keep going. It just keeps giving. It just keeps providing to me. Yes. Oh my goodness. Like I feel that way when I just like spread positivity or joy. I'm just like, I don't know. I just, I'm just feeling really good right now. Just, I gave someone a compliment. I'm feeling happy. Like you just keep kind of like going on this like positivity flow. And I'm just like, wow, just keep spreading joy. And like things are just going to start happening. And like, that's kind of like what my mindset has been this year. Just like, let's just keep spreading positivity and joy. Even if I'm having a bad day, I'm going to throw out a compliment to somebody, make their yeah. day, and somehow my day is going to get better from it. One of the like, best quotes that I heard, and it took me like, because 
to hear it, it sounds weird, like in our, to process it in our brain. But yeah. It's one that like, I've literally truly loved once I like wrap my head around it. Was that we only keep what we give. Ooh. Because it sounds weird, right? What do you mean it, you're keeping what we give? Yeah. You keep the feeling of giving. You keep the feeling that you got from giving to somebody else. Oh, oh, I like that. And you can nobody can ever take away what you kept. Oh yeah. Oh. So man, that's why you just good. keep giving it away. And you're like, I'm gonna keep giving it away. And I keep getting this feeling that I'm like doing an amazing things. Oh, I'm helping more yes! people. Right. So you only keep what you give. This is making me so happy because that just explains. I'm just like, wow, like, you know, I love like sharing love or sharing positivity and joy. And I'm just like, it fills me up. So that makes so like yeah. so much sense. It's like because I'm keeping. Filling it up because yeah. you're keeping these feelings. You're keeping this like, yeah. Like, yeah, it's like, oh, gosh, wow. Yeah. I just got a positivity, like, flash. I'm just like, goodness, <laughs> like, that made me feel so good. Yeah, it was one of my favorite things. Like, it took me, because I was like, what are you talking about? But then, because we're, the, we're in the job yeah. down here of service. We're in the job to help each other. Mm-hmm. Right? Like, that's what I really want to, like, you as a woman and what you want to do to empower more women mm-hmm. and what they're saying you're doing to help them is the thing we need more than anything. Because oh. I truly believe the future is feminine. I believe I've read it articles too. over like <laughs> that the Western woman, because of the resources we have, will help change the entire world. Oh yeah, and for I sure. truly believe. I have a friend of mine, and she goes, "You're my favorite feminist." And like, <laughs> I love that. Like, love it. But it's like we need that. Yeah, the, we do. But there's an article, and I can share it with you because I find it very empowering, and I've sent it to many people that it's helped over and over again. Mm-hmm. It's why women need to heal the mother wound. Because in Forbes, there was an article that they wrote interviewing women CEOs. And they asked them this question. What would, and I have a woman that's in my networking group that said the same thing. But they're like, what was the hardest thing about getting to where you're at? And the answer was an, the same across the board, other women. Wow. So how are you trying to get equality or take over or get power when you're stepping on each other the whole time. Exactly. I'm not saying everybody's doing it. And by any means, like, if I'm not trying to be, like, I'm just trying to, I'm saying this on here for anybody listening. Like, I'm in support of equality and women having the power to, like, do amazing things. But if you keep stepping on each other's heads, because I have a client, she's a nurse, and she goes, my friend never even applied for the position, for the promotion. Friend of mine that I work with, I've worked with for years. But when I got the promotion, she didn't talk to me for like three weeks. Oh my goodness. It really, it's very interesting how the world is like that and how women are like that because I've had to change my mindset on that. You know, because someone else's success does not take away from your own, like ever. Like they yeah. could be successful making millions of dollars somewhere and you can still be successful doing whatever you want to do. It doesn't take away from your own um, success. Yeah. It's not <laughs> It's like it's not. And that's Everybody been a huge mindset. Yeah. You just have to change the way you think about that. It's just like, you know what? Like, yeah, they're doing really awesome stuff. Like, why don't you compliment them and then ask them like for any tips or advice that they might right. have. Like they could have gone through something exactly like you're going through now. And then that she may be able to help her, like help um, offer you advice that like, you never would have gotten, like, if you just hadn't have asked and, like, supported right. her. And then all of a sudden you guys could collab. And then she could help take your business to the left. Exactly. It's like now, this huge like, thing. No, it's like, like, boom, 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 yeah. boom. Now it's exponential, right? It's like, crazy. She goes, like, I really love your stuff. Let me share it with my 100,000 followers. Yeah. And now all these people, that's that, that's that bomb. That's that, like, boom, 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 boom. That's all like, it takes. And you just keep going. You just keep building this thing. That's it. Like, I, I've know? seen that huge, especially on social media. Like, the minute you stop comparing or judging or trying to, like, one-up or beat someone, it's just, like, is the minute you start to grow. And then you build these relationships with these women in this community. And, like, yeah. it just makes it everything so much more fun, honestly. Because it's not a competition anymore. It's just, like, this is a community. We're all grinding. We're all going to get there, you know, one way or the other. Yeah. But, yeah. So the, the mother wound mm. is actually still female to female. Okay. So mothers do it to their daughters. Oh, yeah. (laughs) Oh, yeah. Because the mother doesn't want to – it's the same thing. It's a perpetual thing. Yeah. Because they say women to women, but a mother and a daughter is still women to women. Yeah. 
For and sure. And you're like, <laughs> oh, you'll never get that. There's, You should just accept your fate. This is the family we're born into. This is the family you're born into. Like, yep. this is all you're ever going to get. Because the mom doesn't want the daughter to be more successful than she was. Yep. It's really weird how our minds work like that, but that is yeah. very true. That's happened yeah. to so many people where they're just like, I don't want my kid to go above and beyond what I didn't get to do. Like, you know? Right. Instead of, like, nature, is they're supposed to progress yep. and keep helping the next generation be stronger. Right? Like, that's what the, the other thing that completely mind fucks me is the whole idea that the older generations always blame the younger generations for things that are wrong. I'm like... Did you forget how nature works? I know. Because we don't know jack shit when you're born. Yeah, like we are, we're learning from so you. So we're learning from you. <laughs> and you learn from you, and you learn from you, and like this is all coming down this way. So like yep. whatever is happening right now, you created it. Exactly. Congratulations. Like exactly. Like, on so many of like the major issues in the world, that's exactly how it happened. Like we're taught. Like you're taught by your surroundings and by the people who were older than you. Like that's where we got all of our knowledge from. And right. then we start to form our own opinions, but like it starts with the older generation. That's where it begins. And we still don't give two shits about like the education of younger children. I <laughs> I'm like I know. What? Oh my goodness. So you're gonna blame the younger generations for the things that you taught them and then you're gonna you're going to say, well, we don't need to support these programs that support education of the younger children. Gosh, I feel that way on so what? many subjects. Like, like what? oh my goodness. Like, I, don't, I can't wrap my head around that. Like, you're saying it's not, you're saying it's their fault, but you won't support things that build them up from the beginning. Gosh, I just, wow. That gets me, like, so amped up because that's exactly how I feel specifically on, like, what I talk about on my Instagram. I just, I feel that way. I just feel like... Well, you can't get mad at somebody for not being educated when you're going when you won't let them get educated. You know, like things like that. It's yeah. like you can't be mad at them when you didn't give them the tools to learn. You know, like right. it's like why are you mad at them? You're the problem. <laughs> Gosh, yeah. it makes that's me my, so upset. That's my friend Shanna, she's like she her kids are like nine and eleven or something like that. They're mm-hmm. like in that ballpark, like middle middle school age, and they have four hundred one ks. They have like she it teaches them how to do finances and like. Oh, that's amazing. Stuff. She goes, because they're intelligent beings, and they yeah. talk to you like they're intelligent beings. Yes. Learning 100%. from you. So now, like, what they have, they're, they're, she teaches them, like, look, you bought, you earned this $300 from doing whatever. You can either spend the $300, or I'm going to show you what compound interest would do to your $300 by this time, how old you are. Yes, and by the time you're 16, you could have a car. Like, you you know? Yeah, exactly. Oh, gosh, I love that. That's such a cool, like, I really do feel like kids should be more educated. I feel like we try to protect kids a lot of times, and certain innocence should be protected, I feel like, in a way, because kids are just so pure. But, like, at the same time, like, we got to educate them. The way the world is going now, it's like you're going to have to, the minute they pop out is the minute you're going to have to start educating them on just, like, basic things that, like, they should know, they need to know to protect them and also just to better their future and to make their lives a little bit better and then make their kids' lives better. Just simple education. That's all it is. Well, that's what my girlfriend, (laughs) she always uses the words uh, prolonged adolescence. Ooh, that's good. Because we're literally, like, you can't even get financial aid without your parents' social security numbers until yep. you're, like, 25 or whatever, yep. 23 or 25. Like, and now you're – you can go to the military at 18. This is that old thing that we've said how many times over and over again. You can go to the war at 18 and be shot at and kill people. Mm-hmm. But now you can't smoke cigarettes at 18 anymore. I know. That's and my you can't mom. drink beer at 18 anymore. You can't, like – all the other things. You can be an adult to do this, but you're not an adult – to take to decide whether you want to do this or get financial aid or you know get an apartment on your own or whatever like, I know. oh there, gosh it's so frustrating right so am i an adult at 18 or are you just telling me i kind of am but then you're also saying that you know you haven't taught me anything you dropped me on my ass at 18 but you haven't taught me how to actually do anything in this world either so true like when I when I moved out, I was either eighteen or nineteen at my parents' house. I was I was gonna move out like a year earlier, only to realize that like I didn't have any credit. I had no idea what credit was. Nobody taught me what credit was, and I was just kind of fucked. So then I had to yeah. take another year at home to build up a credit score that no one told me I needed. Right. Like I was just like that would have been a fun little why class. Don't, why don't like, you at ten years old put your kid on your credit card? Yeah. And it's like, that's a smart thing. Like, so then at eighteen, yes. they have an eight hundred credit score because they've been <sighs> living using your credit. 
to like, build their credit. That's like such a smart. I, like, gosh, that this makes me so <laughs> such a smart I idea. Know. Like, I literally had to stay home for an extra year because I just didn't even know what credit was. Like, a simple, even half a semester course in school of like all the finances would have like put me so far ahead. Oh my god! Like, like my life would have been so different right now if I had just had that course in high school. Dude, I was making like seventy thousand dollars a year for like four years, and I have no money. Just, because nobody ever taught me that. Like, right. I didn't learn how to save money or invest it. Or and who knows like, what you could have had. You know what I mean? Like, oh, yeah. Oh, gosh. If someone had just been like, hey, you could save this right. or you invest should, it. You should like, invest, like, <laughs> at least 250000 of that I'm or like, whatever. Ugh. I mean, I probably easily made a half a million dollars in my lifetime. And little did and you I, know that you could have. Yeah. I could have, like, had it invested. I could have made, like, had a million or so dollars in the in an in a IRA by this point or whatever. And it had been in great shape. Well, I didn't know any of that. Just, and it could have just been as simple as just taking a couple weeks to te- or a week or so just to teach you some basics about like, right. hey, you right. can invest and make more money later on. Like, that's yeah, all. Yeah, exactly. <laughs> See all this money you're making? Don't spend all of it. Spend this much of it. And then you'll have more money later. Like, yeah, it's just and then it would, yeah. It's like, ta-da. Like, that's amazing. It's just weird. It's weird yeah. how we don't just pick up on that. It's like, come on, let's just get some basic courses going. Like, it's just, it's not rocket right. science. Let's right. just teach the younger kids. Like, and we still don't hard. do it. We all, we all like, know this. And, and no one's doing like, yeah. and, and we have the money to do it. That's the yep, thing. We do. Like we have the resources upon resources upon resources to change the education system, to change or like provide, you know, resources or knowledge or information. Right? So yep, like I got um invited to be part of um it's this round table group, um, seventy five people across the state to help rural counties in North Carolina. Oh, so wow. counties that have less than two hundred thousand people in them. And going into it, I was a little worried because I thought it was going to be, like, us city people trying to help the small people, mm-hmm. which never works because, like, we don't know what they're going through. We don't yeah. know what they actually need. We think we need. They're like, oh, look, we should give you all these things. And they're like, what the fuck? I don't, I don't even know who you are. Why do we want Yeah. <laughs> but it wasn't. It was listening to these people that live in it, these 800-person t- towns in the middle of nowhere, right, that are trying to, like, find, you know, create programs or resources or what they need. And one of the biggest ones that shocked me, shocked me, didn't shock me, because I asked a few people before going there that live in these areas, was like, the internet. We need the internet. Oh, wow. And you think about it, like, well, fuck, we have the internet everywhere. Like, I know, it's, just, like, it's like, right here. Quantum computing, I have, like, I have the speed of light at my fingertips. Yeah. Well, business class internet, just to give people a perspective, business class internet in Raleigh is between three and 400 megabits per second downloading. Okay. Okay. In some of these areas, that these people were from these towns, the fastest internet they could get was two megabits per second. Oh my gosh! And we're getting three hundred to four hundred megabits per second. They're getting two. That would dry. I pull all my hair out if that's how you fast can, my you internet. Can start, you you like, can do anything. Right. So you can't do online schooling. You can't look up good quality information or watch videos about anything. Or you're you're now. People that are 50 miles away from here are living 20 years in the past. I know. It, that's what it seems like. They're literally, they're stuck in the past. Like, technology is advancing, but, like, they're not right. coming with us because they don't have right. the speed. And Raleigh's being considered this, similar to Silicon Valley. Yeah. Right? So now you have Silicon Valley here, Raleigh, and 50 miles away from here, there's people living 20 years in the past. That's an insane concept because I literally don't know what I would do if I couldn't look up a recipe or I couldn't like I would not I wouldn't be able to get anywhere literally because I need my GPS on my phone like I would not go anywhere yeah. I know very few places by like memory so I don't even know what it would feel like to not have it anymore right like and not have the speed and the ability or to have like constant internet no matter where I am like that's like right. a, oh let me check this out real quick or yeah. let me, like think of like the power of your brain by being tapped into the giant brain. All the time. You don't have to remember everything. Yeah, because you just got your phone. I've right? gotten such a, a, a habit of just saying, I don't know. Oh, yeah. I don't know. Look. I, just look I call it up on Google. I, I, create the, <laughs> I call it the great googly moogly. I was like, go ask the great googly moogly. He knows all things that yeah. there is upon the world. You just, like, type it in. And it goes, ta-da, here's what you need to know. It's that easy. Right? Like, you don't need to know. You don't need to remember anything. You don't. Like, because you can always just look it up. It'll take point two seconds. Yeah. You'll have it. Yeah, there <laughs> like, you go. Yeah. It's that easy. Yeah. Wow. Like, to know that they're that close, it's just like a weird, it's a really weird thought. Because I, right. I couldn't switch lives with them. Because I literally live on the internet. Like, that is my job. Is It's on the internet. So I don't, right. I don't know don't, what I would don't, do. Yeah, we have no grasp of that. Yeah. That these people 
out here in these in these smaller areas have no like they're we're, we're judging them or pe- I'm not say we are but uh, us as like city people are judging them mm-hmm. for being ignorant or not voting for the right person or not doing their edu- not doing their research on a better candidate. Mm-hmm. How do you expect them to do that without internet? <laughs> like yeah. they can't research anything. All they have yeah. is an old textbook from twenty plus years ago. Right. You know they can't. Yeah. There's nothing new. Like they literally can't. Get, wow. Yeah. That's crazy. I really didn't think about it like that. Like yeah. they can't get any education. Like they. Right. It's so not their how fault. Are you, how are you supposed <laughs> to bring this forward if like they can't? They are not accessing the same quality or the same amount. Yeah. Quantity, and at the speed we are, the information. So. The future is only getting quicker and faster. Mm-hmm. And what does that do to someone's mental health if, like, the speed of things is constantly increasing? And they're still being, like, left behind, too. And like... they're moving at a snail's pace. Oh, my gosh. Yeah. So the other thought I had, too, because I grew up in a tiny town of 1,200 people. Mm-hmm. But when I grew up there, we had no internet. We had no social media or anything like that. So you became the, the king of your little comfort zone, the king of your county. Oh, yeah. Right? You mastered it. You're like, I know all the people. I know where I'm going. I know how to get everywhere. Like, you were just it. Right? But now you live in these little places. And you can see out through the window of your phone mm-hmm. to what everybody else in the world has. All the fancy planes and the houses and, like, these grand vacations people are taking – and you can't figure out how to get out of the little space you're in because you don't make enough money and nobody taught you how. And, like, you're just like, uh, I'm stuck here. Yeah. So, but you feel even more stuck because through the window of your phone, you're seeing the glamour of the world yeah. that you can't access. Gosh. That's, like, it's weird because, like, I feel that way sometimes, but I'm in a very like privileged area though like in all reality like i don't live in a big fancy house but like i still have internet i have a phone and a laptop and a television 10 grocery stores oh yeah i can buy things from all over the world oh gosh i can go to a different grocery store every day for like the next who knows how long you know like so but even i still feel like i'm at like a disadvantage sometimes when i see what other people have so to only imagine if i feel that way and i have a lot compared to what they have like that's like i don't even know how they feel because right. I feel that way now sometimes. Well, the way I look at it is like that's – if you want to look at a different way of seeing like the opiate epidemic mm-hmm. or alcoholism, right, because that covers up the feeling of loss or feeling of not being able yep. to get anywhere. So now you have all these people in rural areas that can see through the window of their phone all the glamour of the world and no way of getting there. Gosh. So what would you do? You would cover it up. Yeah, you would, you don't you would feel fall bad. into whatever you can to like make yourself feel somewhat better about the shitty situation you're in. And then that's how the cycle starts, and yeah. they pass it down to the you know they have kids, and then it right. just keeps and going. That's, that's where like that like the poverty is like passed down. It's it's, it's oh, taught. Yeah. Because this is all you'll have. This is all you'll ever have. This is all we have. This is all you'll ever have. And then you keep going through that cycle. Mm-hmm. And that's just taught to that's mimicked from the child mimicking the parents saying, "Well, oh, this is all I'll ever have." Yeah. So how do you get them out of that into past that? Wow. I just I just never thought about it. That's like such a hard thing. We really would have to uh, we'd have to bring them to like the present time. We'd have to like get the funds out there and like start to like build up their community and give them the resources cuz like without any resources like they're just going to be stuck and we're going to keep going and they're just going to keep falling far right. and farther, farther behind. And, farther and, farther and then and farther. eventually people are just going to forget and they're just going to be like, oh, well, we can't help them now. They're too they're right. too far behind. It's just like, right. it's not. it doesn't take that, you know, that much work to maybe put like a team together to get out there and like sponsor something or like have a fundraiser and just like slowly start getting like. Well, that's what we were talking about with this, this event. Like mm-hmm. the 75 people, they're talking about like, you know, like co-working spaces or oh, yeah. like incubator spaces and stuff like that to help build smaller businesses like yep. help people get businesses or get internet to them but here's the here's the catch to that because it sounds like a great easy like let's put this thing in there and we'll it like does. bring it over there but the guy i met from columbus county which is just north of myrtle beach okay it's 954 square miles which is like 680,000 acres wow and there's a population of 53,000 people in the whole county. Oh my gosh. Okay. So now the largest town in the whole county is 5,000 people. So now there's 40, 
8,000 people scattered within 680,000 acres. That's insane. So where do you build your building at? Oh gosh, yeah, you. Where do you where do you build it at? You, where, where do you do you build it in that town and you still have to drive forty minutes? I know. Well, in a car that might not okay? run, I know. Or, or you don't have gas, or you don't have whatever to and, get from this point to this point. And then you can't build a bunch of co working space, like because that's more money. It's just like you'd have to have a bunch, right? To, in each little tiny little mini town. Yeah. Wow, I get. I didn't think about that. So I'm just like, oh yeah, like a co-work well, just, space. That's easy. Just build, easy. Like, just build one. Everyone will come. Just drive on by. But not everyone has a car or the gas thing. Like 40 minutes. Like that's right. an insane amount of time. Right. Like 40 minutes both ways. Because you're driving it's across crazy. the countryside. You're not on the freeway. Yeah. Oh right. There's not even a free. Oh my goodness. Right. You're in the middle of the countryside. You're literally driving down little two lane roads or whatever to get. To drive 40 minutes to finally get your internet. Right. And then have to drive 40 minutes back home. Right. To no internet. You can't, like, then you're just, yeah, you like, you're, you're cut off from it. Yeah, you're, like, you'll go from all of this to zero. Wow. I, I couldn't imagine that. Like, I just, yeah. I can't even, like, stay at a hotel or an Airbnb without internet. Like, if there's not Wi-Fi, I'm just, like, well, I don't know what you want me to do. Like, I need to use my laptop. Like, I can't, I can't be there. Yeah. Wow. And to go home and not have it? Like, I, I that happened, um, I don't know, our, our internet got cut off by accident because, um, like, the breaker system wasn't working, and we didn't have internet for, like, a week, and it was the most frustrating week of my entire life having to go to, like, Panera's or a coffee shop just to get internet. But, like, I just can't even imagine, like, someone's life feeling like that, like, all the time, like, not having yeah. it. Cause There's I, whole, oh, like, gosh. whole areas of our country that live like this. I, I could never. Yeah, I really. That's one hundred percent. Because if we have honest, it here, that means there's other states and other areas of the world of, of our country that are that ten have, times worse. Yeah. yeah wow. Look at the yeah, people I in Appalachia. Look at the people in Kentucky or or West Virginia or anywhere in the mountains like that that are like removed from it completely. And that's like it's just like a weird thought because like it's it really is it's my life it is part of me and to like remove it I'm just like oh gosh like I don't know what I would do like. Yeah. Like, what would I do if I couldn't have my laptop on my phone or, like, an iPad or, like, I don't, I don't know. I yeah. really don't know. Yeah. No, it's been fascinating. It's been, like, you know, because this is my world watching everybody. Yeah. You know, like, I have a very different point of view of the world because mm-hmm. I grew up without it, without internet. Mm-hmm. I mean, I was literally, like, I grew up in the, I was born in 79, so all through the 80s, I had 10 years of my life without any really internet at all. Oh, Yeah. We had dial-up all through high school. Oh, my goodness. So I didn't have any of that. Like, my whole world was just the world that it was, and that was it. That's so That's so different because, like, when I was in high school, I think it's when, like, Instagram, like, first launched. And now it's, like, even more different for kids now because now TikTok launched. And mm-hmm. those, you know, so it's just like, oh, I'm yeah. not even using that. And I, now I feel like I'm just like, wow, I'm so out of the loop. Like, we didn't even have that. And it's just like, it's weird because Instagram back then honestly wasn't that big. And it first started out, it was only for iPhones. And I had an Android, so I couldn't even use it. Oh, really? So it's just I didn't like, know that. yeah, that's, it, ha- it started originally on the iPhone. So it's just like, it's so weird how the world advances now to like, it's really, it's completely different right, like, than it was it's before. Instagram. Instagram's so like yesterday. Right? Like it right? is. It's like, like now everyone's on TikTok and soon something new is going to pop up and everyone's going to be on that. And it's just like, and right. before it was all about Snapchat. And then it's just like, everything is changing so fast because yeah. these new apps are being created and everyone's hopping on the newest platform and right. you just have to go to the most popular one and stay there until it like dies down and you have to jump to the new one. Yeah. How it keeps happening. Yeah. No, <laughs> it's, it's crazy. crazy. So like all I did was basically start with nothing. Yeah. And then slowly as you gave me more technology and more technology, I just kept using it as a more advanced tool Yeah. to allow me to get more things done. So to me, like starting off with like this idea that there's nothing mm-hmm. and learning the ways of the world, how to function in the world, how to like build things, how to create things, how to like actually interact with nature. Oh, yeah. Right. And then now you're giving tools to help you make what you like to do easier. Yep. And easier and easier and easier. And it just keeps, it's exponential. It is. Right? So, like, I get 30 times the amount of things done today that I used to 10 years ago. Oh, yeah. Because I have this I have this brain. I'm attached to the whole brain of the whole world. You the are. It's, just, it's so easy. Like, going from, like, the GPS that you had to, like, pay to get hundreds of dollars to get updated from this little square box to right. your yeah. GPS is your phone and you're good to go and every new building is going to be on there no matter what. 
Right. Like, it's just right. like it's already there. It's, already it's so there. different. It's like wow. And like I remember when I was younger, I had to use maps with my family to get places. Oh, yeah. Like I don't know, yeah, the the fuck to use. Oh yeah. yeah, there's no way I could go anywhere with an atlas. Like it's on my <laughs> like there's no way. Like it's crazy. Shit, I'm trying to drive. Like shit, where am I going? I like, know. Like we're holding a piece what? of paper, having to read. You can't read and drive at the same time. Like it's just too much is happening. Yeah. <laughs> like, yeah. It's crazy. The world has changed so much. Oh yeah, it so is. Much. It's going to keep going and keep going and keep going. That's why it's so important to try to like pause for a second, which yeah. nobody's going to pause. No. But there has to be some sort of pause to bring back forward all the people that are too far behind. Yeah. And you know what? If you choose to want to live out there, see, there's a choice of wanting to be disconnected. Yeah. And if that's your choice, that's fine. Oh, yeah. But then there's some who don't want to. Because you don't have to connect to it. Mm Mm-hmm. But there's people that want it or could use it or could better their lives from it. Oh, yeah, could benefit, like, majorly. So at least have the access to them Mm -hmm. and let them choose if they don't want it or not. For sure. But to say, like, oh, they probably won't want it anyways, and yeah, we'll worry about it later because we're not going to make enough money because there's not enough people out there mm-hmm. that will sign up to it to put the infrastructure in. So we're but, just not going to give it to anybody. And they, But they don't know that, you know? They don't like, know that. Like, well, I could actually use this device. I could use another education. Like, I could learn, take a whole course from my laptop if you I can't mean, make it to a college somewhere, you know? Like, like I, I've taken all the uh, – I listened to a bunch of lectures from Stanford on my phone. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Because everything's online. Look at that. Stanford, MIT. MIT has like 2,400 lectures online or something like that. It's like you can say anything you want. You could be teaching someone who lives out in a rural area how to like build this technology. They build it. They become rich, and they're they're out of there, and they help their family get out of there. It's just like all you have to do is give them a little bit of education, a little bit of help. That's all they need. Yeah. Gosh. Wow. No, it's amazing. It's it really is. Amazing <laughs> and shocking because I'm like, it's it is. so close to us, but these people have nothing. Or like, they have everything. And that's just a weird thing to say that you have nothing. But to me, like, having nothing is everything. Yeah, because they have a very simple life and they don't have to be attached to their phone. And it's like they don't have to be right. stressed out about social media. So it's just like, it's a it's like a blessing and a curse. Like each, you know, each side of like the, right. each side of the line. It really is like you have positive negative to both lifestyles. Right. Man. Yeah. It's crazy. Yeah. Well, this was amazing. It was I awesome. We totally come back again. I would love to. <laughs> um, but work on the time thing. Work on like. I'm going to. Give yourself your morning. Your your nine to two now is like your that's your foundation. You're gonna build this like foundation, it's and my then nine you to two. jump off of it every day, and you're like now you're like from two p.m. on you're like this fucking champion. That's what I'm gonna start doing. I think it's gonna be a game changer, yeah. and I think my business is gonna benefit from it. So you're gonna see me Absolutely. doing some great things. That's awesome. <laughs> I'm looking forward to it. Thank so. you. <laughs> All right. Take care. Thank you again for taking the time to listen. I look forward to sharing more with you on future episodes. If you need to contact me, you can reach me at anothernewperspective101 at gmail.com. I look forward to hearing from you. Have an awesome day.